Previously, on Quitters Never Give Up. Jen Pastorini, Drew, Lynn Saye, and Eddie J. Miller discussed eating bogs, Jack in the Box Tacos, and the podcast Jenky Town. They offered to co-host Jenky Town as a way to pay off their debt today, the King of Mexico. They also discussed the Ralph Report and Kevin Sligo, where Kevin admitted to eating brain. The group discussed topics such as different countries and cultures, the loudest animals, the band garbage, and a game called The Answer is Bim. They also discussed a listener's reaction to the word moist and a segment about a dolphin stuck in the wetlands. They ended the segment with a game about famous songs and a discussion about the band garbage. Um, we have new intro. Fozzie, this is not going to work. Just read off the page, Frog. Yeah, this was during their we don't want to do interviews. This started with personal Lucia. Might as well start with personal Lucia. Are you people quitters never give up? Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. Quitters never never give up. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never. What the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said that's all they do. Yeah, poo spray. What episode is this? Uh, welcome quitters. We got episode one ten. We're starting out here. We got Jennifer Sunshine. How are you today, Jen? Doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I should have asked you if you're a catchphrase. Jen. <laughs> hey, party people. Thank you. And Lindsay A., she's not from a car this time. How are you, Lindsay? Hello. I just woke up from a nap. I'm doing oh. great. <laughs> she's nice. rested and ready. Watch out, folks. Let us start with the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. And when? No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of love. 2012. Yeah, let's hear the moment. That's a prelude. We have a great moment with coming up. Let's start off with a recap of the Weenie Roast. Just before it started, Adam MCA Yauch died. I might have mispronounced his name. MCA <laughs> from the Beastie Boys passed away the day before the Weenie Roast. So this was a big deal, a big K-Rock band. And they talked about it a little bit. Everybody did like a cover of Fight for Your Right to Party. Here's a Coldplay cover, which is really good. I love a cover that's totally different. So listen to this. And then B goes into a story about the Beastie Boys. Well, you wake up for school and you don't want to go. was already done with their fight for your right at this point. If you had come to me, yeah, me at the beginning of the day and said, which band is least likely to do a B-side <laughs> song, I would have said Coldplay. But we heard that they had done it at the Hollywood Bowl, and they handed out a bunch of bracelets and stuff, and they uh, they did it there. So and then so both bands did it, and the Dirty Heads talked about it, and it was pretty much on everybody's mind. It was a... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a major loss for K-Rock. You know, they're one of the probably five biggest bands we've ever played, and a major loss for music fans everywhere. I mean, that's a, you know, it's a band we all grew up with. Super sad. You know, I, I have told this story, and I'll just briefly. One of the worst radio experiences oh. I ever had in my life was trying to interview the Beastie Boys. Yeah, this was during their We Don't Want to Do Interviews This phase. was back when they were just punks. You yeah. know, basically, they were uh, touring with Run DMC, and I had the opportunity to interview them. And I was green, man. I just... I think I would be better equipped to handle it now. But just barely. I was no <laughs> way equipped to handle it then. And they... 
they literally they sprayed water from water bottles on me while I was trying to interview them. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. That's, it was that bad. Oh, and of course, they wouldn't answer any of my questions, <laughs> and they had the little jokes in between themselves. They were talking to each other and just mocking me, and I just slinked away because I had all, I felt like you know I was a baby DJ at this point. I felt like I had all this pressure on me to get a good interview because they were a big band, and I was so excited to be the guy, and I just felt like I, I was such a fail. We've interviewed them several times where they sabotaged the interview. No, not to no use, pun intended. No pun intended. On purpose. I yes. mean, that's that's they love doing that. Yes. And then you just you just twist in the wind, man. You want it to be good. <laughs> I know. You want everybody to love the Beastie Boys because you love the Beastie Boys, and they're just effing with but you. But remember, we had them in studio a couple of years ago, and I told them the story about how miserable they made me. And I thought they would go, well, you know, we were young, and we were kids, and we didn't understand the media. No, but they, they were like, oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad we did that. <laughs> that was so funny. I'm so glad you told me that. I love that we did that to you. Kevin and Beam would always say interviewing the Beastie Boys was like worthless because all they did was screw around and mess with them, but they love those guys. So huge K-Rock band, and uh, it was a big loss. This was another story from the Weenie Rose. Very funny. Kevin was at the concert. The lady in front of him had her fingers in her ears like she just could not stand what was going on. But let's see what happened. Yesterday, the picture of the day was uh, was an old woman who was just miserable, miserable. And I was sitting, I wasn't sitting in my seats. I was stealing somebody else's seats. And she was sitting right behind me. And again, Bob Brad, who was sitting with me, said, "Look at her! Look at her! She's so miserable." <laughs> so we took a picture of her and we put it up online to make, uh, you know, to make a joke about how everybody loved the weenie roast. And of course, she looks like she's totally not. And then late in the show yesterday, I don't know, about nine thirty. We had a phone call off the air, and then we put it on the air in about 10 minutes at about 9.45 of who that woman is. And you can still find the picture of the woman with both of her fingers in her ears looking like she couldn't stand another noise. <laughs> and we got a call from that woman's son, and that was a little shocking. Hi, guys. How's it going? Very good. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. I understand oh. we, dr we dragged you away from the video shoot. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, we're down here in uh Sorry, maybe I should have said who it is. Yeah, no I think so. Noodles from the Offspring. Oh, that's Noodles' mom. That was Noodles' <laughs> mom that we put on the site. We were making fun of and he's like, "Yeah, that's uh that would be my mom." Well, down here by the beach. Okay. Okay. And you and you doing a video for the new for the new song that we just debuted the other day. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure what what we're doing today. Right. I just, just, I, I, we had a party at Dexter's house last night, so I'm a little out of it. All right, now, Noodles, here's what happened from my end. I was in the audience, and just before you guys came on, the special guest, Soundgarden, came on. That's right. And I saw this woman behind me that looked like she was having the worst time ever she had both of her fingers in her ears so i tweeted it we put it up as our picture of the day today krock.com and then you said what that's my mom the offspring's mom are that you kidding what <laughs> now yeah. how can she hate soundgarden so much. She, she's oh no, she loves Soundgarden. She's just, <laughs> she's got hearing problems, and she was saving her ears for the offspring. Is you know I'm her son. So. Sure. But no, she's been a fan. Oh man, she loves uh, Temple of the Dog. She was <laughs> way back with the whole grunge scene. I gotta she's tell you, I, I didn't know she was your mom. No, no offense intended, but wow, she looked miserable, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, good. So, Noodles, does your mom, I mean, you know, obviously she's followed your band, supported your band for a lot of years, but, I mean, does she listen to rock music? Like, would she? did she know Incubus songs and Coldplay songs and stuff like that? Because most moms Absolutely. don't. Well, she, she listens to K-Rock a lot. So, oh, yeah. no. God. She, you know. And now she's our picture of the day. All right. <laughs> now I feel yeah. bad. Listen to this, Noodles, and you're really going to enjoy this, and please tell your mother this, too. So, Soundgarden comes out of the K-Rock Weenie Rose. People are expecting you, and they turn the stage. It's not you. It's Soundgarden. And it was great, and I think you saw it. It went over great, right? Kevin and I went backstage to interview Soundgarden immediately after they left the stage. And Kevin whipped out his phone and showed the guys the picture and said, look at this lady. Look at this lady during your set. And they, they thought it was so funny how miserable she was during their set. She, she actually really enjoyed them. But like I said, she was just trying to save her ears. I got you. you know, All so. right. Well, I'm sorry. I misunderstood that. I I thought she was miserable. She looks like she is. She absolutely does. The picture is hilarious. It and is so a, funny. She's a little mortified because she's big fan. She loves listening to your guys' <laughs> show. She loves the whole station. 
you want, I think she wants to try out for uh, Miss Double December next. Great. Right. So, uh, She's welcome. She's in. Uh, okay, I'll let her know. All right. Well, you're the. Thanks again for Saturday night. It was so fun to see you guys. Oh, it was thank just you guys. Great. You know, it was fun catching up with you guys and everyone at the you know at K Rock backstage. It's just all the bands. It was such a great. Yeah, show. it was it really great. Was. It was a great time. We're very excited about the record when it comes out. I know we'll be seeing you guys again this summer. So get back to your work. All right. Okay, I will do. Thanks, thanks you guys. Give our best to mom. <laughs> I will. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Bye. That's Why don't you funny. hang up on the dude? I, I thought he was done. I thought he was. So two things. That's kind of K Rock. You never know who you're sitting behind or in front of. And second thing, Kevin's hanging up on people again. This was a prelude to what he did to Paul McCartney. We were talking about garbage. They hadn't played in years. They were on the Weenie Roast, and Ralph was such a big fan, and he explained why he was so nervous to be around Shirley. Why wasn't Ralph there? For the same reason Ralph refused to meet Shirley Manson when she was in our studio on our show last Thursday. <sighs> it's not true. It's not true. Very different. Very different reasons. Okay. Same result, but very different reasons. <laughs> Please explain. I wasn't on the stage. First of all, I think on stages are kind of silly. I understand you guys. It's the Kevin and Bean show. There's Kevin and Bean. Here's the band. It's like it's like a 12-second thing. Agreed. For me to walk out there like a douchebag and stand there, it, it's always felt weird and kind of forced me every time we do it at concerts. Right. But, but I usually do it. Yeah. At first, I, but I usually do it. This time, I hadn't, well, no one had seen Garbage Live in, except for people at the L. Ray shows, maybe, in, what, 10 years? I don't know when the last time they, they, they came through L.A. For a long time, yeah. Long time. I hadn't seen them in a long, long time. One of my favorite, favorite bands, really. Right. L I'm crazy. I was a fan of Shirley Manson's from Angelfish, even before Garbage existed. Love this band. And I just decided I wasn't going to miss the whatever part of that the, their set I would have missed by having to leave the venue and walk around and go backstage and come up on stage and join you guys and do it. I just wanted to sit there and watch their whole set from from start to finish. What but about Thursday? Thursday, I was starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Thursday, that's what I was going to ask, is Thursday, they were here in studio. You were 10 feet away. Yes. And you didn't want to meet her because you were too... I was too starstruck. starstruck. I was yeah. starstruck. I, I was. I would have been too way. uncomfortable. I would have. I wouldn't have been able to know what to say or how to broach it. And my biggest fear, always in those situations, is coming off like goofy fan guy. But Saturday at the Weenie Roast, we also had her and Butch Vig from Garbage on the live broadcast from the Weenie Roast, which you were on the whole day with us. Yes. And you intentionally got up and walked away when they came out. Well, I always do when you guys are interviewing the bands because you need the room and it's your right. But you could have gotten a photo, or but, but see case. again, let's get a photo. Then I'm like, hey, can I have a picture with but you? But it's you then and Shirley, like, though. You gay. love her. I'm a freaky fan guy, and I just didn't want to be that guy. It's just, it's more like I respect them so much they have no business talking to me. Is really pretty much how I feel. It's like let them go about their business, whatever. I'm not going to, to try to insinuate been... my way into into a picture with you, them or whatever. It just seems lame. You've never me. been so stars. I've never seen you so starstruck that you won't say hi to somebody i only get that way around people that i was a big fan of well before i started this show you know what i mean we meet a lot of people on the show and it's a great byproduct of being on the, on the morning radio shows you get to meet a lot of celebrities and stuff and it's very cool and i always try to be friendly and introduce myself and say hi but when i'm a fan of someone that i'm that i was a fan of long before i started this gig it's like a different vibe for me it's a different feeling i just feel like oh that's i just don't want to be a pain in the ass i don't want to i don't want to impose in any way by going up and oh i'm a big fan <laughs> How did you ever get over that with Adam this? West? Could you sign this? Could you take pictures? Um, because I knew Adam and I would be close friends. That was interesting. One of the reasons I brought that in is because I was wondering, have you guys ever been starstruck? Jen, ever met someone, been so starstruck, starstruck, you couldn't talk to them? <laughs> um, yes. Um, so I waited tables in Hollywood, whatever, forever. And so... Uh, yeah, probably on somebody, but then they were around often enough where you got used to them. So it wasn't like, like Chevy Chase would come into the Beverly Hills Hotel and play the piano. Oh, and cool. uh, so I went up to him. I'm like, oh, you'll know my favorite song, My Little Buttercup from Three Amigos. He's like, oh, I don't know that song. I mean, they're pretty <laughs> cool. You know what I mean? I think um, like when I met Scott Weiland, who was a lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots, I was really um, scared the first couple times. And then. Finally, I, he was he was at the restaurant by himself having a cup of coffee, and I just kind of went, went out, bent over. I was like, you're one of my favorite bands, and that was kind of it. And then, you know, so I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just depends on the, uh, I will. Oh, so here's one. Um, Carter Beaufort, who's the drummer for the Dave Matthews Band. Um, but my sister and I were super dorks, and he was their uh, 
getting on the bus and so we walked over there like total nerds like in 97 like your favorite band whatever <laughs> so that was kind of it so and how about you Lindsay? you know i remember the feeling but i don't remember specifics about who it would have been like but i remember like sometimes in meet and greets or whatever like you would be so scared to meet them you almost wouldn't even want to do it but yeah i, I know that feeling for sure <laughs> It was interesting about Ralph because in his job on K-Rock, he met big stars all the time. Yeah. But this was someone, like he said, she meant something to him. That band was a big deal to him, and that's what did it for him. Well, of course, for me, it was when we had Ralph on the show. I'm just yeah. sitting there looking at his face. I'm like, that's Ralph. Ralph's talking to me. What the F? <laughs> well, kind of all of them. But then once you start chatting, it just became very comfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so good at what they do. They put you at ease instantly. Absolutely. Next up, let's do a celebrity death. Very sad. You know who's not going to go? Goober. Well, Goober's yeah. not oh, going. That is true, actually. Yeah. Goober's dead. Remember Goober um, from the Andy Griffith show? He was Gomer Pyle's uh, cousin, I think. Come on, Kevin. Goober. Goober. No, I don't. And then he was on Hee Haw for 20 hey, years. Andy. Hey, Goob. I don't even know what that is. Hey, Goob. I don't know who any of those people are. The actor who played Goober has uh, died at the age of 83 years old. You see at the funeral home now. Are you here for the Goober viewing? Please come this way. <laughs> I didn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> Poor Goob. Uh, Even in death. Yeah, good point. I can imagine going, I'm going to the Goober funeral. Yeah, that was George Goober Lindsay. <laughs> so him and Mark and Brian, it was very sad that day. Battleship, the movie came out. That's the one with... Um, Liam Neeson, or Rihanna, uh, everyone mocked it because it was based on a board game, but still, they, they were making big special effects movies, and they kind of got onto a riff on Battleship. I never had the game. I just played on paper. What? what you just play you on paper. Poor? You just draw a little grid. <laughs> Are you Abraham Lincoln? No, you just Studying draw... your law books by firelight at night, just... and during the day, we'd play paper battleships. Just have we a... couldn't afford the $19 game. You have graph paper, and you just draw a little grid on it. What a nerd. But you could buy what a game. nerd. Probably not even 19 Yeah, it was $9. probably 10 bucks. I don't think I ever had the actual game itself. And then we'd play real operation. We'd get <laughs> Uncle Louie to lay down, and we'd cut into him and remove his wrenched ankle. <laughs> Can we have 2012 bean and not 1860s bean? <laughs> I'm just saying. We'd play with a pickled barrel. Well, well, go ahead and make fun of my family for being poor. Why don't you Oh, you weren't poor. Wasn't poor. You were just dumb. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Somebody besides me being called dumb. I yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha A quick note. We're done with the battleship riff. Now we go into a Bob Hope riff, which I loved. Yeah, Thank I think so. Yeah, Bob Hope thought so, too. Mm -hmm. Think Like a Man was number two at the box office with $8 million. That's right. That's quite a drop-off from $200 million to $8 million. The Hunger Games came in at number three with five. Absolutely. Five Absolutely. That ain't, that ain't bad either. <laughs> Why did we get on a run of Bob Hope? You said, how about that Avengers? Really? That's what made you think of That's what made me think of Bob Hope. You get some graph paper. Get some graph paper. Go entertain yourself with some battleship. I never had the game. No. We would just play with graph paper and draw. Sometimes we would we'd take flies and glue them to toothpicks and make planes out of them. We were like the Wright brothers. The lucky one was fourth at the box office. Nothing from Bob? Okay. The Pirates, something. Band of Misfits, <laughs> uh, Five-Year Engagement, The Raven, Safe, Chimpanzee, and The Three Stooges rounding out your top ten at the box office this weekend. A lot of old-timey being there. Do you guys remember they used to do a Bob Hope bit? No. Oh, that, that's way back in the old days. Yeah, the, uh, what was that guy's name? He did Paul, the 55-year-old intern. Oh, shoot. He, the guy that did Richard Cheese in Lounge Against the Machine. Well, this is this is Richard Cheese. <laughs> yeah, Richard Cheese. Lounge yeah. the machine. Can't remember his name. I even have his CD. Yeah, he would call all the time with a Bob Hope impression. It was very funny. You know what's funny is we back in the day, I used to play battle shots with friends, and we would actually draw the grid on like either graph paper or boarding, like a a poster board, so that the grid was big enough. It was a good time. Nice. Hey, so Dean <laughs> got a 
an endorsement from Lindsay. <laughs> sure. uh, they were giving away tickets to the premiere of Battleship. This was kind of funny. Ralph kind of tied it into an employee at the show. If you'd like to go, 1-800-520-1067. Now we're talking. Now that's the Navy you wanted. Okay. That's right. Anchors away, mother effers. Uh, 1-800-520-1067. I've got two pairs of tickets left, I believe. Uh, ask a battleship who will answer the, the phone calls there, uh, how many we have. I think, <laughs> I think it's two. You know you've done that four times I'm going to call her Battleship until this is all over. Okay. I love that. <laughs> battleship. Because the movie's name is Battleship. Right, we get that. Her name and, is Chip. And our assistant producer's name is Chip. Right. So what I've done is I've taken the two and merged them into a delicious sandwich of goodness. We have a winner, believe it or not. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> not going to him. No, that's not how <laughs> it happens on this one. This is not my kind of comedy. No, mine neither. They mentioned that Chip was an assistant producer now. So she's moving up nice. the ranks. Good job, Chip. It was a, not a celebrity death, a children's book author. You guys remember Where the Wild Things Are? Yes. Yes. When Bean had the onesie, right? Exactly. That was the other thing. But he died, and this started a thing that Bean did for a while after this. Listen to the, the sound effect tribute is what I call it. Sad news. Maurice Sendak has passed away. Legendary. <laughs> That is the perfect sound effect, actually. Well, you I find something less less, less appropriate. That would be better. Yeah, Bean started playing that sound effect and other video game sound effects. Actually, I sent him one and he used it. This was on another show. Oh, legendary singer Andy Williams has passed away at the age of 84 years. Oh, no. <laughs> the Andy Williams video game you can play uh, oh, now God. online. Bean sound effect tribute. Yeah, that's from an old uh, game. I think it was called Gunfighter. And the other one was Pac-Man, right? Pac-Man, yes. he used Donkey Kong, too. I couldn't find that today. I looked uh, looked everywhere. But yeah, for a while, he was doing very funny sound effects anytime anyone died. Oh, hold on, wait. L or Lisa just called in. Lindsay gets bounced out in an hour. Yeah. No, no, no. I think she's still here. You, Lindsay? Yeah, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Hey, anytime I hear a Lindsay clip, they're talking about Lindsay Lohan in 2012. So I got I a lot see. of stuff for the Gilded playlist. Oh, thank you. I don't think I could play this whole clip, but it was The Adventures of Young Kevin. We got to put this at the end or something because it's all the legendary stories about Kevin. I'll play it and we'll just go along as far as we want. The Adventures of Young Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to fire, stop fire with blowtorches and matches. That was The Adventures of Young Kevin. All right, so what? We, were, we were walking home yes. from uh, school. I was, I don't know, seven or eight. And um, it was science fair, so we had matches for some reason and a blowtorch. Which is appropriate <laughs> for, for a seven or eight-year-old. So me and my brothers were walking home from school. We had to walk through a field. And what we thought would be funny is if we drop a match and then you see it light up a little bit. Uh -huh. It lights the fire a little bit. And then you step on it and put it out and move on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we get to the uh, to the stoplight and uh, we have to wait. And all of a sudden we hear sirens everywhere. And we turn around and look. The entire field is on fire. Oh, my God. Dude. So what do you do at that point? You run. Yes, of course. Now, now we're holding matches and a blowtorch <laughs> in our hands as we run across the intersection where the fire chief was sitting in his car on his oh. way to the call. And he sees these stupid little kids running across the street with a blowtorch. And he pulls over and picks us up, takes us back to school. We were too young, so he released us to our parents. So that happened. That was the first time. And then there was another one when I was in Little League. The Adventures of Young Kevin. Hey, look at my ass. It's my ass. Ha ha. I'm Kevin's my ass. That was The Adventures <laughs> of Young Kevin. I was in Little League. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know why or how we did this. It's all because it sounds funny to me. Anything that sounds funny to me, I... I, I think I lack that next step where people go, yes, but is it a good idea? Right. I lack that. So we were we were in Little League, and they were playing, and we weren't playing that night, and we had a pickup truck. So there were like four of us in the back of the pickup truck, and we all bent over and mooned the entire place, honking. Ah! <laughs> and we mooned the entire place as we drove by. There was a cop there sitting in his car. <laughs> which we, I think what you lack is the ability to see police officers. Which we couldn't <laughs> see. 
And so then he pulled us over and gave us a stern talking to because we were still too young. So that happened. Oh, we could go on and on about Kevin. But I do remember that story about him burning the field. They talked about that many times. And I think he said he was nine. Man. Mooning the field, you mean? Burning the field. He burned the field. He mooned the Little League. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, that's like a nine-minute clip. But let's not go through <laughs> all of Kevin's misdemeanors and felonies here. When Reggie Watts came on the show. He's a musician, comedian. He's on Comedy Bang Bang. He's a funny guy. And he came on the show, and it led to a very funny moment with him. So when people come to see you, for folks who have not been to the Reggie Watts show, like they go to the, the Fonda, is it, is it a certain component is stand-up and then some of it is uh, is improv music? Or how, how does it work? What's the percentage of what you do up there? Well, you know, it, it depends on the gig. But I, I would say that on average, if I get to have like my own hour or my own hour and a half or whatever, I, I it's usually probably kind of, kind of 50-50. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it slides back and forth because... If people are really digging the music, or if I'm in like more of a music mood, then I'll you know I'll stick more to music. Or if I'm feeling more talkative, I will. But I would say generally it starts at about fifty fifty. Were you a magician? I was. First? I was. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever that was, I was. Thank you. Definitely was. Thank that. you for between a magician and a musician. Thanks for cutting me off. That actually helped me a lot. Now I have heard, and tell me if this is true, that rarely right, have we heard a guest laugh as much as that. All right, take it easy. But see, we're all used Ooh, to that. Happens so to me all the time. I know, but it was, anymore. It was, that was gold. All right. And Reggie's thinking in the back of his mind, he's thinking, "This is a professional guy on the radio <laughs> in Los Angeles." I never thought. Um, yeah, Reggie was re really tickled by that. Now this might have been a little bit unfair because they came back from the break with the moment ready to go with Reggie Watts still there, but it was worth it. Don't make me play it in front of the guests. <laughs> play it in front of the guests. Don't make me play it with the guests listening. Reggie, we'll let you decide. You want to hear the new moment with Kevin or not? Yeah, let's hear the moment. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Were you a musician? I was. First? I was. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever that was, I was. Thank you. Definitely was. Thanks that. Cross between a magician and a musician. Thanks for cutting me off. That actually helped me a lot. <laughs> that was a moment. With Kevin. A little bit of dirty pool to embarrass him in front of Reggie Watts, but, but Kevin's a good sport. Mm. It was one of those stories in the news where an older lady slept with a teenage boy and got arrested and whatnot. So they started taking calls that did your parent like steal your boyfriend or girlfriend? And these are the fine listeners. I love this because I'm kind of a straight arrow. I'm kind of a vanilla guy. And so I could live through these K-Rock listeners. So listen to this guy. He had a story to tell. And, and how was it, it? How was it discovered? Uh, her her daughter came home early from uh, her her business trip from San Diego. Yeah, that's that's the worst thing you can do, people. Just stay where you're supposed to be for as long as you're supposed to be there. So you don't want to know what's going on at home. So did she walk in, and you were basically playing house with her mom? Yeah, at the time we, I was uh, walking to the restroom to um, get in the shower. Yeah, from our little uh, adventure, and uh, she kind of found it odd that I was walking naked with um, okay. a little Jimmy, a little hat on, and uh, yeah, her mom I was understood. in the. Yeah, exactly. Her mom was still in the bed and yeah. asked about it, and I tried All to right. deny it. Where's the outrage this? there? Let me ask you this, George, and then we'll uh, let you go. And we are taking your calls if you've been involved in a situation with a with a mom and a dad or and a boyfriend girlfriend. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You had this girlfriend that it sounds like you liked a lot, smoking hot, really nice, great personality. Why'd you cheat on her? Because her mom is hotter. Okay, right. I accept that. Guys, Thank you for the call, George. <laughs> Two things about that. Yeah, guys are dicks, Lisa. You're right. Guys, Thank you for the call, George. <laughs> Second thing, is that guy delusional or something? He's walking out of the bedroom naked. The mom's still in the bed. The daughter comes home. He tried to deny it. Well, it's, uh, that yes, takes guts. I've got to say that. <laughs> I guess you got to try or something. But like I said, that's the fine audience members you can reach. And uh, that is it for the week that was. I have an audio clip. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Hold on. Hot mom check. See it shine. Hot mom check. That's it. <laughs> uh, yes, I did get that's that. What's that from? That's a TikTok? 
It's a TikTok trend. I just, all I did was like, look up hot mom and on Google, which was a blatant mistake to do. Mm-hmm. And on YouTube, uh, there were no, there were very few safe for work options, even on YouTube. And I saw a compilation of TikTok trends about hot moms. And even that, the one that I posted was like, my mom had me when I was 14. All right. Okay. So do you want to do the podcast roundup? You get it, Emily. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. And um, I've only got the Ralph report. Speaking of Bean from the 1860s. One of the great American songwriters sure. wrote a lot of classic early songs in the American songbook. This one was his. I'm sure you'll recognize it. Oh, where has my little dog gone? Oh, where, oh, where has he gone? You know that song, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, Where's my little dog gone? Sounds familiar. That was him. Uh, in 1855, he published this song. This is one of the original recordings of this song by the legendary singer Alma Gluck. <laughs> it's a rare combination a co- or collaboration between Septimus Winner, Septimus Winner wrote the song for songstress Alma Cluck. A Gluck, I'm sorry, Gluck. not Cluck. Gluck. He's sleeping in the valley, the valley, the valley. He's sleeping in the valley, and the mocking wind is singing where he lies. Stop it. Come on. Turn it off. That's the great Alma Gluck, I'll oh, have you know. Gluck. It's like an angel. That's awful. Music sucked back then. That song, by the way. If it sounded any familiar at all, it's because the instrumental version. That was the Three Stooges thing. Okay. And speaking of the Stooges, Septimus Winter also wrote one of their biggest songs from their short films in the 1930s, Swingin' the Alphabet. B-A-B-B-E-B, B-I-Bicky-Bye-B-O-Bo-Bicky-Bye-Bo-B-U-Boo-Bicky-Bye-Bo-Boo. Sing it, Mo. No wonder they beat themselves with pans. You have no appreciation I don't. of the origins no. of our great American That's songbook. Because it's shitty. It's super Listen shitty. to the mockingbird. Listen to the mockingbird. <laughs> We all had to come from someplace. Right, but we don't have to celebrate it. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Uh, did you bring that just for me, Jen? That was fantastic. I did. Now, it was definitely for the olds. Yeah. And it's funny because I can almost, I don't know where it came from, but there's something in the back of my head that I can see this woman in black and white singing this song that I saw oh, really? it as a kid or something. You know what I mean? So it was, that was funny. What was her name? Alma Gluck? Gluck. Well, you could tell she was a looker. Um, yes, she was. All right. So then we get into mean exit surveys, people. Uh, here's a good one. Uh-huh. Takes too many days off. I felt like I wasn't getting my 15 cents a day worth. Are you serious with that? Again, another. All the time off. All the time off. But like off. the last batch, it was too much content. Guess what? The next complaint oh. is, Eddie, on the real mean exit surveys what could it be too much content exclamation point <laughs> so for one person i'm t- i'm just laying around l- lounging on my vacation days and the other guy uh you're making too much stuff i can't i can't i can't digest it all wow for three bucks a month and you take a, a week off every six months to spend with your daughter <sighs> that's insane here's a good one <laughs> okay now let's break this down because i don't even understand all right Ralph is a racist. What? 
I'm having issues with the way he portrays Asian people and other minorities. I know he sees them as just white adjacent people, but we aren't. We are actively being discriminated against by people of color on a regular basis, and Ralph just blames Whitey for it. I'm disgusted by the way he portrays anyone that isn't black. Ralph is a racist piece of shit, and he deserves what's coming to him. Eddie's okay, I guess. He ended with. <laughs> well, thank you. What I, what kind of racist am I? Am I a racist against I don't Asian know. people or white people? I, what is he saying? That's very confusing to me. And what what are you supposed to be getting? That's what, that would, what's what's coming to yeah, me? What's coming to you? Oh my goodness! And of course, another one about the relationship, which Jen's never on, is barely mentioned. It's one of those things is like, how much hatred do these people have? Everyone's got something to say. He did start it out saying that a lot of the people, uh, they were getting a divorce. They had to manage money. They lost their job. They had to worry about money. There's a lot. That's a lot of it. Yeah. But these were just the fun, the fun colors. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny how the one guy says he takes too much time off. Next guy, too much content. I can't keep up. Well, right? that would be crazy, though, to... To go through those, that would drive you nuts. Well, yeah. and then there was, yeah, and then there was one guy, um, I guess, okay, Ralph had a cancer thing removed on his hand, and some guy called in to suggest to put a tattoo on it, and Ralph was like, no, I'm not going to do that, whatever he said, or they had a funny thing about it, and he um, got upset, and so he canceled his subscription. <laughs> like, uh, Let's see, what else have I got? Um Oh, here, this is a good one. Okay, so we heard the story on a cup of tea and on Ralph Report, and probably everything. There's a, a person who broke into somebody's hotel room and sucked on their toes. And this is Eddie's reactions. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Queen J, Steve, get better. This is uh, Paul calling from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Um, I'm just calling because we absolutely 100% need a Eddie mashup of all his reactions to the toe-sucking story. Um, I don't know what I was laughing at more, if I was laughing at more the story or Eddie's amazing sounding like he's holding in all the vomit ever yeah. possible. Yeah. So please make that happen. All right? Love you. Mean it. Bye. Eddie wears his heart on his sleeve when it comes to these stories. Or his stomach on his sleeve, I guess, more than his heart. Here's a super cut from yesterday. When Peter looked down, was sucking on his toes. While he, Why? While he slept. Had let himself no, no. into the room on Peter's toes. Ew. Ew. Oh, Eddie. The yeah, oh, yeah. The toes. Yeah. Who could say no? Oh. That big toe. So gross. <laughs> it's not that gross. It is so gross. What would it cost? What would it take you? To suck some dude's toes? Not just some dude's mine. If I were to whip no. off my shoe. Uh, now? You've yes. been in your house and your socks right all now, day? And I haven't, I'm not wearing any socks. I'm just oh, wearing no. These, not shoeless? These sockless old, shoes? These old no. sneakers that I kind of use as slippers oh, around God, the house. Oh, God. It's got to smell awful. What like number? vinegar and fucking cheese. Yucky. Oh, I love Eddie. So in my family, we all have that same gag reflex, right? Somebody will start and you just, uh, you just, so I appreciate Eddie and what he has to go through because we're the same way. So, um, oh, a little much on Monday. I like salmon, but I wouldn't eat a salmon burger. You wouldn't? No. I'm thinking about that. I wouldn't eat a salmon burger. Why wouldn't you have a sandwich sandwich? A, sa a salmon sandwich. <laughs> salmon sandwich. Salmon sandwich. A salmon sandwich. I don't I just, I, if I'm having bread, I want meat that walks on the ground. Sure. Well, that can't argue with that kind of logic. You know, if I, I want you chicken. Bread, I want chicken. You, you got to have meat that walks on the ground. Or a cow. Right. That's a sandwich to me. That's a burger. Makes perfect sense. Fish Eddie. should be on a plate in like, in like a filet form. Once again, you're... Logic is undeniable. I just saying that's just I does I don't it's like with a fish taco. I would eat a fish taco. You wouldn't. No. No. Because it's in a taco. I would I want ground beef. Um shredded beef or chicken. I yeah. your rules, I can't. I don't know why I have the rules. I don't either. But it just doesn't work for me.
his rules. Nobody understands his rules. <laughs> Not a one. This week on a cup of tea and a chat, Ali brings up the whole deal with, where's the bitches in my great news, bitches? All right, Ali. Bitches. Show, show me some uh, Show me some good in the world. What do you have for Pe us today? People were a little weirded out that you never say bitches at the end of great news anymore. I mean, I guess I did for a while. I don't yeah. think anything has to be forever, but... Okay. Uh, okay. We just need to make it clear that you're not doing it because somebody complained or anything. No, no, okay. not at all. I mean, I think I did it at first, at the very beginning when we started Great News, because mm -hmm. we were trying to make a distinction between the old radio show and saying mm -hmm. it's not exactly like the podcast. Right. So that was my update for the podcast. Okay. But all at right. this point, I think people, they know what we are. Bitches. And bitches ain't forever. And that's actually a pretty solid idea for some merch, if I don't say so myself. What do you think, bitches? Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well I'm going to myself from this. Yes, yes, you can. But you can also go ahead and call into our line at, where's that line at, Lindsay? 855. That, that's a different number. That's a good segue, though, right? We can't say that number out loud. But that's a good segue, right? We can't. What about yeah. eight three? Can we say that one out loud? Can we say that one out loud too? Like I don't think he care. Let's give the old yeah. Kevin and Bean voicemail the Afro line. Yeah. Well, or, 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 or there's uh or there's nine zero four eight seven eight Drew. That that's yeah, actually one. That, that's one we can actually give out. Oh, that still works. Yes. We still get calls there. You know, we can give that out if you want to get calls on that. Do it. I uh, do, do, do. We do okay. Do so we nine zero four eight seven eight Drew. You can call the Drew line and reach us here at Quitters Never Give Up. You know, you you also might actually get one of us live. The odds are really really low, but it could happen. <laughs> it happened once. It was really weird. We're not going to talk about it today. Okay. And anyway, so bitches aren't forever, but we also got to hear a little bit of what's the final word on the personal minutia jingles. Who gets one, what you're worth, and how long is it good for? Let's go ahead and see what Ali and Bean have to say about that. Now, somebody brought up something in the comments, and uh -oh. I did not know how to answer. Do you get to keep your subscription once you send it in or once it's played? Because, Bean, sometimes you don't play them. Sometimes you're Judgy McJudgerton just putting out mm -hmm. a ruling like, uh-uh, not going to play it. So once you send it in, you're good, right? No, no. Oh, no. This has been asked before, and we have said this is just like, it's like buying a lottery ticket. Then your right. number's got to come up, right? Okay. Everybody buys a lottery ticket isn't a winner. You're a winner when your number's come up. Got to be played on the show. I'm sorry to say, I know, I know that adds additional pressure, yeah. but so far the audience has met the demands. So okay. I'm fine with okay. it. Okay. And it's with that, that I must submit myself to the whole, whatever metaverse of a podcast this shenanigans is. Here's my personal minutia jingle. Hit it, Steve. Let's get into our personal minutia. This is our friend Drew in Detroit. Let's see what he's got to say. Hi, Allie and Bean. It's Drew, you know, from Quitters Never Give Up. So I just wanted to submit my personal minutia jingle so I can, you know, keep my subscription and also mm -hmm. keep, you know, doing our podcast because we got to listen to you to do it. Does Drew, did he draw the short straw and he's the one? He's the rep. Responsible yeah. for recapping a mm -hmm. cup of tea in a chat. So it's homework for him to hear this show. Is he the one that recaps it? Because I know that all of them are teabaggers. Yes, I think so. I, I apologize, kids. You're doing a great job. I love the show. Haven't heard it in a while. But okay. my sense is that they all do listen. Right. But maybe one of them is has a job at showtime to say, okay, here's what Alan Bean were doing. And then they turn it over to somebody else and says, here's what Kevin and Sluggo were doing. Then the next person, here's what Ralph was doing. I think that's how they do it. Question, Bean. Yeah. Is Andrew repping for all of Quitters Never Give Up? So then we... we check off christopher we check off Lindsay. check off oh, Jeff. No. is that how oh, we no. do it no no no? Everybody, no everybody's got to pull their weight no 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 okay. it's not a group okay. effort here i didn't know yeah. okay and i'm not sure that this is going to fly to save drew's oh, subscription no. i haven't ruled on this yet oh, let's no. let's hear how it goes okay hey, it's steve might as well start it with personal mission might as well start it with personal mission might as well start it with personal mission 
Wow, it's really hard to say personal minutia. <laughs> My being given that personal minutia. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> All different syllables happening <laughs> yes. between personal and minutia. I appreciate it. A lot I of love different it. ways to pronounce those two words, yeah. apparently, from yeah. our friend Drew in Detroit. Drew's the one, I don't think mm-hmm. we ever talked about this on the podcast, Drew's the one that we had on a Crowdcast a couple of months ago who was getting some blowback from somebody in his family or friend group because he and his fiance were planning on marrying on Leap Day. Yes. Remember? And yes. for whatever reason, somebody was giving them grief about that as if somehow they weren't taking it seriously because they had chosen that as a wedding day, which makes right. no sense to me at Bonkers. all. People are so cuckoo and precious about things, aren't they? Yes. I think it's an awesome wedding day, yeah. February 29th. I and you only have to celebrate every however many years, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, thank you, Drew. Your subscription is fine for another year. So we have the final word. That's how that works. I'm safe. You guys still have to get yours in. So good luck on that. Um, Eddie's I, done, I too. Set the bar. Yeah, Eddie's he, done but, too. But they haven't been on. And they said right there, they have to get air. They were yeah, on. Yeah, they were on. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought. I sorry. I thought it was Peak the Rodeo Clown. My bad. That's what. I, that <laughs> that's was, what I have them listed as. There was Peak the Rodeo Clown, and then there was what was it too? Rosanna. Rosanna. Yeah. Rosanna. Yeah. Rose, yeah. No. No one can hit the second bar on that song. And I called yeah. in to clarify that I have also called in a personal minutia jingle, but, but it hasn't been played. It hasn't been played, but. Also, excellent grasp on our podcast. Once again, we got Janky Towns come back yet with another one of their free episodes. And while I say with another one of their free episodes, Dave made sure that he explained how this is going to work. And by just him himself being the only one of the one Janky Bees he be, uh, it's going to be a one episode a month type platform mostly patreon only so you can get plenty of content there they've already started posting new things such as there is going to be a janky karaoke night speaking of karaoke uh so you can go ahead and go join their fly on your head level membership and join that signups are open now if you want to do that uh so the janky community is still going strong people are still posting on there uh looks like dave's got some good backing behind him and i'm glad to actually see that you know janky town nice. is still being janky as ever and I, I i love the new opening now where it's just dave that's that's the most jankiest thing ever is just we're down to only dave every time i hear it i snicker every time going this is just good it's it's janky in its finest Anyway, that's it for uh, the uh, podcast roundup. And also, I happen to have one last thing. Last week, we were talking about Jack in a Box and how they are not banned from my state, but not allowed in my state. And I said it was because of a Salmon outbreak. Well, it turns out... It's a mistake! Yes, I made a mistake. And actually, I realized as I was saying it, but I didn't correct myself then, it wasn't a salmonella outbreak. It was an E. coli outbreak. Uh, Salmonella is commonly reported in the fast food industry and a cause of foodborne illness, but was not the one that decided to make Jack in the Box go ahead and pick up and ship themselves down to Columbus. So once again, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. Where's my pro? Name that band, Lindsay. Good luck. I actually had to. I had to do some. I had to search that one. That that oh, that took a minute. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I definitely should have got it. All right, I got. I got it ready. But uh, the answer to it is minute work. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I, God. I, sh- I, I come from a land down under. Yeah, but I was like, ooh. And what's the album name? Men at work. Men at work. Break my strap. No, no. Oh, and it's not. It's not their self-titled. No. Okay, it's their second album. Oh, this is disgusting. Business as usual. Back. First album. I'm trying. I'm trying oh, to say. Land down under. I'm trying to cargo. land down under. I'm trying to. I'm trying to land the cargo. I'm trying to land the cargo. <laughs> cargo uh, ahead. It's a mistake. Oh God. Talk about just... useless information that no one cares about. And then uh, Lindsay, I, I heard that we had a late breaking news bulletin. And now, a moment with Judge Rudy.
That's AI Judge Judy. Now I'm used to saying Judge Drudy. We have a lot to pick pick from. <laughs> Let's just start with this one. Oh, well, no. where's our teabag bagger? Better luck next time. That was a moment with Judge Drudy. Teabag bagger. Okay, next one. And now a moment with Judge Drudy. Oh no, it's real. She's full of like moist, moist nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. That was a moment with Judge Drudy. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. And now a moment with Judge Drudy. Concert rules are, I mean, contest rules. You, yeah, yeah. Moment with yeah, is anyone else getting a Jesus? Exactly what I just what I was going to say. That was a moment with Judge Drew. D. Excellent. When you know the call it on yourself, you're like, yep. Yep. Let's see. What about this one? And now a moment with Judge Drew. D. I I I said like I it's a crane if anything that's because i've seen them land and they they are the just like loudest freaking screeching things in the history of mankind but uh i don't know that was a moment with judge Drew. D. <laughs> i i deleted that i straight up deleted that from the history of mankind that never that never made it to a live broadcast where did that come from i that that is fake news and now a moment with judge Rudy. um and last this week uh, someone called into the cup of tea line using their i guess rear that was a moment with judge Rudy. <laughs> And so many more, and it's just so good. Hold on. Uh, uh oh, and well, this is a classic. And now, a moment with Judge Rudy. Oh, my fucking God, I'm just imagining that she's just like lighting the he's the assistant lighting the fucking coal. Are you sick right now? <laughs> That was a moment with Judge Drudy. Okay, just one more. One more to really oh, send oh, us. Oh, oh, okay, you don't want me to explain that one? Because I could. I, I know what I was saying. Yeah, you only can explain it because I can. Yeah, sure. And now, a moment with Judge Drudy. I think that's prostitution. That was a moment with Judge Drudy. <laughs> good explanation that, 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 that is, that's always a great explanation you know if you might think it's prostitution it probably is and you shouldn't do it or should depending on what you're trying to achieve excellent all right let's move over to um the what needs no introduction <laughs> what <laughs> she threw it to herself that was no great she threw know, it right? to herself but she doesn't know the title of the say whatever that thing is that like we don't have to introduce <laughs> that need no introduction yeah right? right flashback whatever you want to call it that's what it is <laughs> jesus christ it's friday i'm drinking wine it's been a long week we're doing good yes. here we go yeah all right a minnesota man was arrested last year for drunkenly driving uh, he pled guilty to the DWI charge. His name is Dennis Anderson. He's 62. He was nabbed after driving his motorized Lazy Boy lounge chair. <laughs> Took his Lazy Boy lounge chair. It was one of those big, comfy chairs that you could lean back in the foot. No. Rest of it. Yeah, and he made it uh, street-worthy. Sweet. <laughs> and he went driving in it. Yeah. He has an eight horsepower lawnmower engine in it. He he put a stereo in it. He had headlights. He has, of course, a built-in cup holder. He has a bumper sticker that says, "Hell yeah, it's fast." <laughs> However, it does not have a seatbelt. Okay, so that's now, one of the problems. He, it also has he, a steering wheel. That's a heavy-duty uh, chair right there. 
is he driving this around because he lost his license from drunk driving an automobile? Is that what the, is that the timeline here? It doesn't say anything about his previous driving experience, whether he was uh, in Miss Cleo's category or not. But right. Um, but the cops actually. They noticed him when he ran into a parked car. <laughs> sure, as they do. With his motorized Lazy Boy Lounge chair. <laughs> so he hits the parked car. The police pull him over. They realize that his blood alcohol level is 0. 0.28. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, 0. 0.29, which is three times the legal limit. Okay, now let me ask you this. He Can he get a moving violation ticket if he's in a chair, not in a car or, or a motorcycle? I would imagine. Because you're allowed to, you're allowed to walk drunk right no actually you're not a, really i don't believe so i think they can arrest you for, for that walking drunk you can get you can get bike duis yeah you can get that so i'm 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 assuming if you can get a a, a bicycle dui you could get a lazy boy DUI. it seems like if, if it's motorized it's lazy boy he's on the street it, that, right yeah that can't possibly be good not licensed however having said that they took the lazy boy chair car from him mm-hmm. because they arrested him for 0.29 and they're going to put it up at auction Dude, like they do all about you. I could buy the Lazy Boy motorized car. Kevin, buy it. I could drive back and forth to work (laughs) on a Lazy Boy. Are you kidding me? This is the best thing I've ever heard. That is pretty sweet. Come on, dude, buy it. So this is in Minnesota. How do you find something like this? This is the police have stuff that they confiscate from perps. I think every, I think every state has police auctions, and they usually you know announce them in the paper. So it might be worth calling the police department and finding out when the next one you know when their next one's going to be that that's up for sale. Come on, it has a steering wheel find and out, headlights. Like where you can drive it then? I, I mean, if they're auctioning it off. Uh, yeah, you'd think they wouldn't auction it off because it wouldn't be legal or whatever. Right. But the, if they're auctioning it off, it means they want me to have it. Yeah, so clearly. I think so. So I'm in. So which do we like? We like A, throwing poo in court? We like B, guy I with the motorized B. lazy chair. I go with B. I, I'm going with B, B as well. Right. I think I'm with Lisa on that. Kevin and Bean, citizen of the day. Now you know Kevin and Bean's citizen of the day. Who would not want? A lazy boy with headlights and a stereo and a cup holder drive around. I would love that to way. That. <laughs> I want to go to a police auction now. <laughs> and it's funny. Kevin's voice gets so high. Oh, I want to get that. He was so funny. Like, very serious. All right. So then we got to talk to the guy. One of your people in the news this week, Kevin, I know you love our man from Proctor, Minnesota, oh. who was arrested driving drunk on a motorized Lazy Boy lounge chair. Look, he may have been, uh, he may have had a blood alcohol level of 0.29 at the time he was pulled over and arrested by the cops, but at some point he had to be sober because this could not have been a very easy project to right. fit this Lazy Boy into something that he could take out onto the street with a steering wheel and everything. He had an eight horsepower lawnmower <laughs> engine, a stereo, headlights, a built in cup holder, wow. a bumper sticker that says, hell yeah, it's fast. <laughs> and, but, he, but he had 0.29, which is about three times over the legal limit. And. Ran into a parked car. Oops. Well, there is that. <laughs> so that wasn't good. So uh, he is definitely one of Kevin's people. And we asked producer Alex to line him up. And I think we have Mr. Dennis Anderson, age 62, from Proctor, Minnesota, on the line with us right now on the Kevin Amin Show. Hey, Dennis. Hey there. How you doing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing fine. What, what, are you, what are you doing right now? What's all that noise? I got to drive to my probation officer, eh? So I'm in the... Uh... I'm in the Lazy Boy on my way. You're driving in the Lazy Boy again? Yeah. Is that I, th- I thought they took the Lazy Boy away from you and you weren't allowed to drive it anymore, no? Oh, that, that makes you think I just have the one. Oh, you have <laughs> others? Oh, I see. I have an entire home full of motorized furniture. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't know there was a category. Do you, oh, yeah. Do you yeah. mind if I ask why? Uh, it's just so much more fun than regular furniture. Okay. Like, if I want to go to the kitchen, a lot of people will just get on their feet and go walk in there. Well, sure. Me, I yeah. get on my uh, my Ottoman Segway, <laughs> and I just cruise on over there and get myself a beer. Yeah, maybe. Well, well, okay, you should be drinking now, though, Dennis. Oh, you should Dennis? be drinking always. That's what I always say. Right, but you got a DUI recently. Right. Right, so you shouldn't be drinking and driving. But that's, that's crap, don't you think? What? Well, DUI no, I mean, for a, being in a chair. Yeah, but if I you're running sitting, into pe- people's cars, while intoxicated, I was sitting, sitting well, driving. We're all yeah, sitting. but you were driving too, though. 
Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plead insanity. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that well, goes. Here's the thing, though, Dennis. You sound like a smart guy. You already got sentenced to six months in jail and a two thousand dollar fine. It seems like maybe the last thing you want to do is be out driving again while drinking. But listen, I'm in a chair, eh? Right. Yeah. Well, that's different, isn't it? Well, but you were in the chair when you got arrested. What if I'm on my uh, Vespa footstool? <laughs> well, you have a Vespa footstool? Yeah. Are you on the streets? Well, sometimes. Sometimes I go up on the sidewalk. Well, that may not be a good idea. Sometimes I drive over people's lawns. <laughs> wow, that seems bad. Oh, depends how many I've had of these. Oh, no. Okay. Don't have another I one. I love my okay. lineys. <laughs> okay, don't. Seriously, this is not a good idea, Dennis. It's a great idea. <laughs> I've so, never had a better idea ever. <laughs> so you had I decided eight, to put a motor on my wheel on my chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the thing. I was going to say, an eight-horsepower Kohler lawnmower engine. I mean, that's a lot of power for a chair. It is for a chair. <laughs> usually chairs have no power whatsoever. That's correct. <laughs> so hey. it would be considerably more power. Now, in contrast, yeah. That's you know right. what? You know what else I noticed? What that do you notice? Most Lazy Boy chairs don't have headlights as well. That's Good true. Point. That's why you rarely see them at night <laughs> on the road. <laughs> but mine goes at night, and it goes all over the gosh darn anywhere I want to go with it. It goes. Right. Uh, I love that you put a stereo in it and a cup holder, too, because that just is, that just makes for a much more comfortable ride. That's how I roll in my Lazy Bazoi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> So I heard one of you guys wants to buy it. I would love to, yeah. Are you sure you're mad enough for it? Mm. To drive a, a Lazy Boy chair? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You have to be a special kind of fellow to be able to do that. I drink. Do you? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> do you have, a, you have a naturally dyed white hair? Uh, maybe. Do you wear striped shirts? Well, what that's, does that have to yes, do with it? Yes, that's Kevin. Oh, yeah, well, how do you know that? Have you ever gotten into someone else's car to valet parking? What, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm just going through my white trash checklist. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like you're okay with me, boy. Let's <laughs> check them all on the yes Hell category. Yes, all right. <laughs> all right, now we're going out on one of the probably most classic things of K-Rock of all time. We love you, Miss Cleo. Must tie. <laughs> Ami, the good news is there's not a lot of pressure on you. You just have to get one to win, yeah. and you have 45 seconds. So if you don't like one, just go ahead and pass and go on to the next one. So Miss Cleo is going to be presenting to you. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, Ami. Here we go. Uh, a clock with a clock, and it's those and similar to clock. Pass. When you're fake, you are a... The pretender. There you yeah. go. We got a winner, ladies and gentlemen. We got a winner. She destroyed! <laughs> the, uh, the, clock, the clock one was times like these is what uh, Cleo was looking for. But that was a very tough one. But you didn't need to know it because you came up with the pretender. So you, my dear, are going to see Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, and company oh, at... Uh, oh, so Foo happy. Fighters storytellers. <laughs> Congratulations, Karina. Good luck with you in life, my dear. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize that that actually ended in a success. So that does that mean that yeah. Dave Dave was on the other side and they'd got zero? It no, it was Lisa May and the call the first caller chose Lisa May to do it. I could I guess I can I'll recut it for next time. Um and the person that had Lisa, Lisa May's person didn't get anything. So all Cleo's person had to do was get one. But wow. because it was times like these, she got the clocks, 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 and clocks. <laughs> so, yeah, no, she won anyway. Um, however, that's it was crazy. A rock movie. Yeah. Uh, I never realized that. Me neither. So, all righty, Eddie, you got us into this. You take us out. Oh, a quick note. I got a message from Steve, Steve Stone Man. Oh, yeah. He man. says the reason his last <laughs> call was so bad is because he had bad earbuds. Oh. AirPods. I always call them AirPods. AirPods. So he returned them. So we should get some better calls from him. <laughs> I said, no problem. We liked it. We thought okay. he was I in need a, to check the messages. So next week, next week I'll do better. <laughs> no, this was uh, last week. Remember, we played one and we could barely hear him. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I told him. Think we. Oh, we have a message from Luke. I remember. Hold on. Oh, I can... okay. Oh, good. All right. This is my live intro. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. <laughs> Quitters, what up? It's Luke with thegildedplaylist.com. I wanted to give Drew a shout out. Steve Carell, woohoo, shout out. 
um, for his personal minutia theme song. Love the production value. Loved that you've had to kind of jam personal minutia in there. And uh, glad that uh, I feel like even somehow by proxy, that means that I don't have to submit one because I really don't want to. Um, and then finally, looking forward to the full-on Zapruder film breakdown of what Bean does and does not understand about Quitters Never Give Up. I'm sure it's going to make for a great spot. Keep up the work, guys. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for joining us. This was Quitters Never Give Up, number 110. We try to keep you up to date on the past, as we say. Uh, look us up on the socials. Please send us a voicemail. Steve, get some better earbuds so we can hear you next time. I did it again. AirPods. <laughs> like the dog and that plays basketball, Airbud? <laughs> Well, there's an episode of how did this get made so that makes sense yeah well there's an episode of how did this get made where june yeah. diane rayfield does the same thing she calls them air buds and they mocked her and now i'm doing it so you got me june <laughs> uh, steve get some better air pods and uh we'll still play your messages and we will see you <laughs> next time goodbye everybody see you in the funny papers love you guys bye bye, bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. See you next time. Okay. So this it's, boat has landed, right? It's a mistake. Oh, hey. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Love you guys.